0: Welcome into defeating the curse Misery Monday here in BC. What happened? Nothing. Misery Monday happened. <laughs> somebody's somebody's making noises. Do we get cut off or are we still going here? I, I know it's bad. I know it's bad all around here. Misery Monday sucks. When the Vikings come to town, it sucks. And when we get run out of our own building, it really, really sucks. And when some guy named Case Keenum comes in here and puts up a 38 spot, it really, really, really sucks. But before we get to all the things about the game, I got to say mad props to LP and FP. DTC, it's been a long time coming. Thanks to our friends over at Heroes Media Group. We were in the stadium covering the team yesterday. And if you were following us on Twitter, on Instagram, or Facebook, uh, LP and FP put in a hard day, full day's work. Um, so a little golf clap for you boys because you guys did a fantastic job. But yeah, obviously you saw it. You saw it up close and personal. There was too many Vikings fans in the stadium for anyone to feel comfortable. But frankly, when you score 30 and lose, it, it's hard to say the offense didn't do its job. Although for me, the thing that will stand out for weeks to come is Jamison Crowder. You cannot touch, You cannot have two hands on the ball in the end zone and not complete the catch. You just cannot do that. But frankly, they still would have come up short. So um, you guys were there. You saw it up close and personal in real time. I mean, what am I missing here? Because it looked – they played well enough to win. They just couldn't stop anybody. And Josh Norman, all of a sudden, looked very pedestrian.
1: Yeah. Speaking, before we get into the game, just to to put one thing out there, we know this Redskins team is full of dysfunction all across the organization. But I got to give it to Tony Wiley and his team. They were of the utmost welcoming people yesterday. Um, we had a great time. His whole staff w- was just awesome. So the, the Redskins press box experience and the hospitality that was provided by the Redskins PR staff um, clapped to them. So thank you for that.
2: Yeah, it was a good time. It was, uh, it was fun to be there. But,
1: yeah, I mean, me and
2: LP were walking around uh, the stadium, the lower bowl, for a little bit during warm-ups. And, and I kept telling LP, I'm like... There's a lot of purple out here. There's a lot of purple jerseys. And, and at the time, because people were still filing in, he didn't think much of it. He was like, no, it's not that much. It's not that much. And then when we got back up to the box, you take a look, and there's like a dominant, like, pocket of purple sitting there. And you could just see everywhere that I, I don't understand how fans from Minnesota. I understand your team is, what, seven and two now, six and whatever you are. I don't understand how you're going to make the trek to D.C. For your team with Case Ke- I, I don't I don't understand how we can let us have a, a stadium filled with Viking fans. It makes no sense to me. I don't understand how a team that far away with a, a fake quarterback can can
1: show up and, and support their team. I don't think they're coming from Minnesota, FP. I mean we we talked about this many times. This is a very transient area. So if you're from
2: Minnesota, Minnesota, would you
1: want to stay? If you're from Minnesota, would you want to stay there? No, you, you want to come to the nation's capital. So, oh, come, so there's that. But, but the whole point is that, and, and I spoke to a fan, uh, a 15-year season pass holder, and I spoke to a couple of them actually, and and they were annoyed at the other season ticket holders for selling their tickets. I mean, he's. I asked the guy. I said, "Why are you still buying these tickets?" He's like, "I want to give them up. I want to sell them, but I can't because my fan who tells me I can't have the other teams." fans in here in the stadium and i said you know what i respect that man i respect that you're doing all that you can through this dysfunction through so many years of misery that you don't want to give up your tickets because you don't want some guy in purple sitting in your seats so i give it to them man yeah
0: i want to adjust my working theory on this because for a long time i've just maintained it's a horrible game day experience at fedex and it's too far and nobody wants to go there and there's too many seats i want to add just something to it When we were growing up, guys, there was no team in Baltimore, Tennessee, or Carolina. So basically everything from Philly all the way down to Atlanta and essentially all the way west to Nashville, it was all Redskins country. And the Redskins used to travel really, really well. At least that's what I remember from my childhood. It kind of hit me today. You know, the Baltimore Ravens, they didn't just, you know, pop up in, in Baltimore and and do nothing. They won a Super Bowl within ten years of being there. I mean that that hurts your fan base between Philly and hmm. BC. And you can say you know, after the their
1: original team up just up and left in the middle of the night. Don't forget well, about know, that. Know, Th- know, that's so much worse. Like
0: to get over right.
1: that and to still you're support right. the Baltimore Ravens.
0: You're like, right, but but look at Carolina, right? Like like all of all of Virginia was always Redskins and part of North Carolina. That like when you look at it on a map, the Titans take a piece. The, the, the Panthers take a piece and the Ravens take a big piece, too. So maybe there's more to it than just, you know, the transient nature of, of D.C. and everybody comes here and everyone from all over the country and whatever. But, you know, there's another there's a, a, like a, a, another small piece I just want to say. I think a lot of people, when they see Washington on the calendar, I think whether it's Miami or Minnesota or Pittsburgh or whoever, when they see Washington on the calendar, they see it as an opportunity to take a weekend trip to the nation's capital and do the touristy thing, check out their team and go home. That's something that also kind of hit me. Like, we wouldn't travel to Minnesota to see the Redskins play because there's nothing to do in Minnesota.
2: That's right. That's they, true. You
0: know, so maybe there's a little bit more to it. But frankly, I, you, you got to move this stadium back into the district or into Virginia. You got to make it smaller, and then maybe this problem goes away. But the fans don't like. To me, I, I, you know, maybe it's not a real home field advantage. But the fans weren't the ones dropping passes yesterday. The fans weren't the ones getting getting torched. The secondary got burned. no yeah. specifically got burned. That's not easily
2: his worst game as a Redskin, but I yeah, mean, well,
0: let's, let's talk about the game. Let's talk about, yeah, let's,
2: let's get into you it know, because at
0: halftime at halftime, we were texting back and forth on our little WhatsApp chat, you know, and I said, you know what? I, I know it's only a, a one score, two score game. I don't think the skins can come back. I think that the pick before halftime that Kirk threw was just, it was another one of those things that just kind of burn into your memory. Right. It's just such a horribly timed interception. Um, you know, Minnesota gets another seven points before half they get the ball to get another seven points They put up 21 straight essentially between the end of the second and the beginning of the third and to me it was game over Like we're just not good enough to come back well, it's
2: it doesn't matter who the opponent would have been or how really the defense or the offense performed it's It's gotten to the point now where it's stereotypical Redskins and there's articles about this today where Every time that we have a huge game right and you come out and and we get a huge win you put up a dud the next game right happens with green bay last year or 2 years ago and then you go to the panthers flat or it happens against uh oakland and then you get a moral victory against kansas city but you lose you know like and so it happened this week you you your defense specifically and, and i was talking about this shows up to seattle in seattle and stops russell wilson who the week before put up 9000 yards and and scored <laughs> And, like, it was unstoppable, and our defense showed up in bad elements with the 12th man or whatever, and we showed up and we rocked them, right? The defense did their job. And they're like, yeah, oh, we only won because of missed field goals, but the, the fact is the defense held them to field goal tries. You show up this week, defense did nothing. Everybody looked flat. Everybody looked tired. Nobody looked like they were ready to play. And then when you have players saying, we had a bad day in practice on a Friday, and to specifically point out a, a a day in the week where you have a bad practice, that's not good. And I don't I don't want to say it's Gruden, but too often you have the team coming out flat when they should be able to turn the corner and 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 put back to
1: back huge wins, and we just can't do that. I I think it comes down to the injury thing, right? So they you heard from both D J Swearinger and Preston Smith after the game that. The Friday practice wasn't there and then you heard from Josh Norman and he says we had a great week of practice So there's obviously obviously a disconnect between you know, the the players in itself, but it really comes down to the injuries, right? So the defense was completely banged up for three couple weeks in a row, right? Two three weeks the offensive line was banged up and Gruden two weeks ago said, you know, we're really down to just uh, Walkthroughs at this point like we can't practice we don't have enough bodies to practice so that really came in came into play here. Like you're walking through practice all week. I understand came out that, flat and you saw it.
2: I understand but. that, but even walkthroughs, you should still be able to recognize plays and, and and get your guys in place, and and the logistics should still be there. There was a lot of sloppy play. It wasn't just Norman getting torched. There was a lot of sloppy play and missed tackles and and underneath.
0: Jameson Crowder.
2: Yeah. Well, the offense. We'll we'll get to the offense, but talking about the the injuries. Fat Rob, probably on IR. Compton, probably on IR. I'm not sad about it. I think, actually, that's an addition by subtraction. I think we're going to do better with but, those but guys hold on, out. Hold
0: on, But let's pump the brakes here because every team has injuries. Maybe the Skins have more than others. But, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater goes down. Uh, they, they trade for Bradford. Bradford goes down. Now it's Keenum. The, the Vikings just right. keep on rolling, man. Dalvin right. Cook goes no, down. No, you're right. And two throwaway running backs, uh, Latavius Murray, has a nice uh, game. Every Everybody's got injuries, right? So I'm not comfortable. Yes, we have more than average, but I'm not okay just kind of saying, well, it's injuries. And frankly, FP, I'm a little surprised, man, that you're you're putting some of this on Gruden because I think I think this is the best coaching job he's done. All, oh, no, uh, no, no. His no. entire tenure as a as – he, he, coach.
2: fin- he coached a fantastic game. And those fourth down calls, even though I would have liked to get a, a, an extra field goal or two up on the board, those fourth down calls were the right calls. And, and the offense was moving the ball. And it was a well-coached game. But
0: I'm, I, just I'm, not I'm saying putting it on him because I, I heard this on talk radio locally here in D.C. A lot of people starting to turn, point at Gruden. I'm like thinking, man, like, hold on a second. This guy's had a talented offense that it can, has been pretty consistent. This year he has less talent on offense and it's still pretty consistent and now he's finally got a good defense um but but i mean to me i keep i just think back to him and i'm like wait a second here wait a second this guy lost a stud offensive coordinator to atlanta that took them to the super bowl uh, i mean and then the following year he lost the guy to the to the los angeles rams who turned the team around in one summer so he, he's doing a phenomenal job. I don't understand. The people I'm, not, that are I'm so. not
2: saying he's not coaching well, but it's the same knock that I've had on him for the three years that or four years that he's been here. It's the preparation after a huge win. I don't think, and it's not on him, but it's on him as a head coach. You need to find a way to get your team to continue their momentum, right? And it's happened year and year and year. Big win, come out flat. He he assumes that responsibility by being the head coach, that your team comes out flat. I don't know if he takes it easier. He's a player's coach. He lets the guys goof off a little bit more because they just had the. I don't know what's going on there, but he's going to be the one that I'm going to knock for the coming out flat.
1: No, I, I don't think you knock... If you're going to knock a coach for coming out flat, then it's got to be Minuski on, on defense because Gruden is pretty much hands-off on defense. It's Minuski running the show there. I mean, and and... Even you can put it on Minoski, but how many times does Josh Norman get burned? How many times does Breland get burned? That just doesn't happen that much this year. So it's kind of you kind of chalk it up to they just had a bad game. They just didn't come out and they didn't perform at at the all-time, their all time their all time best. Like it, it happens, but you know ultimately it, it's a combination of everything, right? Everything except special teams here this week. Actually, I think special teams let up. Um, uh, did a, a did you forget
2: about? Did you forget about the onside kick that went one and a half yards? Oh,
1: oh, like, well, come, come on. on. There's there's one minute left. You're not going to get eight points. No, it's, listen, it's listen. not going to happen. If, you, there's, if, if you're look, not going to get an onside let kick, let me get back to my fine. point. Let me get Just back to my point. It ten yards. That's it. I, I get that. I get that. FP like he, he was at Shoppers two weeks ago, and he's now the kicker for the Redskins. Like, <laughs> give him a break. Can you not kick the ball ten yards? You think give you can kick a sixty yard field goal? Can you not go ten yards? The, the point is <laughs> that a game is not won or lost by defense or offense or by coaching, right? It's going to be a combination of things. And yesterday was really a combination of things. The Redskins were two for four in the red zone. The Redskins were two for four on, all, um, on fourth down conversions. The defense allowed some big plays. I mean, Thielen, like, uh, who, who thought this guy can has jets? Stephon Diggs, I mean, that guy is really fast. But you know it's a combination of all those things, and,
0: and but that's it's, why they it's, lost. It's, it's, they didn't like put, put a Hold on, hold on. It's a majority
2: if, defense because we it, still put up thirty.
0: Well, and to be fair, it should have been to me. It should have been forty-four because if Dobson right. doesn't slip coming out of his uh, a, a great, I mean Gruden a plus play design.
1: Dobson, I agree.
0: F minus execution. You can't slip coming out of that. That, you that got turn. hit by
1: the turf monster. But I if, mean, it happens. It happens.
0: I, I know, but that should have been that should have been six. And you, and I know it's not fair to assume that you make a free, uh, you make the extra point. But let's say they get that. That's yeah. all right. That's seven points there. Crowder has two hands on the ball in the end zone. Twice. Grab it and get down. Twice. You, twice. On you them. cannot. Yeah. You know, it, it drives me insane. Like this guy cannot play hurt. He's no different than Jordan Reed in that regard. He hurt the team yesterday by being out there because you know I don't He's like still Ryan four Grant. for
1: seventy six, Joe. Just,
0: just, just hear me out. Ryan Grant, uh, you, you know I'm not a big fan of his. Morris obviously stepped in and played. He he played. Uh, I, I mean, did anyone? He played to above go? what his yeah, potential probably. But is.
2: He made, well, played above TP, and that's the whole point why he was but, on the field.
0: But even Terrell Pryor, if he gets two hands on the ball straight up in the air, I, I have to believe that they all make that catch.
2: Maybe they're, not they're
0: sure. still. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but that play was a backbreaker. I mean, you'd absolutely. You, oh, that was that was a killer. Like that, that literally hurt to watch. Yeah. You know, but if you get if you get even one of those two, you've tied the game. And in, 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 essentially, you know, if 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 Kirk doesn't throw, this is unfortunately the thing. Like as Redskins fans, we're long suffering in this regard. It's not it, we don't get blown out, and we don't blow anybody out. When right. we win, it, we eat them out, and when we lose. They're one possession games. I mean, with every of game the season has been yeah. has mm-hmm. been competitive. To even with the stupid onside kick, I mean, there was still a chance. Right with with no time on or with less than two minutes, there were still there was still a chance.
1: Yeah,
0: and, and I mean that's the that's how most of the league is. But to me, as a Redskins fan, I remember the the I remember Shanny's last year of when we went three and seventy five. I remember the horrible years post Gibbs with the uh, horny for Zorny. I remember those years. Jay Gruden is so much better than, than any of the, that cast of characters that for me, I'm really uncomfortable with people saying we uh we can't like he he's expendable. He's not expendable. And if Kirk Cousins isn't back next year, Jay has to stay. Because I have no faith in anyone else to, to coach up either a rookie or a, a temporary QB and keep this team afloat. I'm not the, I'm not saying six he's... and six and whatever, seven and whatever, eight and eight.
2: I'm it's not, not saying Gruden is expendable. I'm not saying that at all. I like Gruden. I want him to stay. He called the great game. He's been doing a, a, a play calling. He's a play calling genius. And I, I vent to LP all the time about it during games. And that's because I know he can call amazing plays. And, and when I see the one that doesn't work, it, it pisses me off. But considering what him and Kirk have done with all the injuries, with one of the toughest schedules, in, in 2017 yeah. so far, except maybe for Kansas City, maybe we're even tougher than them as of now. But it, he, he's been doing a phenomenal job. But who do you blame? Because, yes, the receivers are dropping the ball. Yes, Kirk is throwing the picks. Yes, you have the injuries. Yes, you, you can't you can't keep giving bad players uh, an escape or you can't keep giving Gruden an escape. I mean, you look at Bill Belichick, you look at Tomlin, or you look at any of these elite coaches right there's elite coaches out in there yeah
1: but and, tomlin and tomlin the same, and the steelers dropped to the jets like two weeks ago it but, happens but FB, what i'm like trying this, to say is but what i'm trying to say like look look at bill
2: belichick right he he is don't compare him to bill belichick look, look, no he, he is the just, gold he's one standard of a kind. he's the gold standard and when the patriots have an issue be it defense or offense or special teams that issue almost immediately goes away within a week or two weeks it gets resolved that issue doesn't keep going, no. and that's why they keep stringing together winning seasons. Look, I mean, that's
1: the, because you have an elite quarterback, you have an elite defense. Like, it, it's just they it, don't it, have they an don't, elite
2: defense, and they only have Tom Brady with a bunch of nobodies. I mean,
1: how are you going to call Brendan Cooks to nobody? How are you going to call Chris Hogan a nobody? Gronkowski? They have talent, Paul. Um, we don't we compare have anyone to too. the Patriots or to Bill Belichick because they're just one of a kind. But I'm just saying, Anyways. I'm just saying these are mistakes
2: that can get coached up and it doesn't look like it's happening that way because all season long, it's not Kirk's balls and it's not that receivers don't know how to catch. Something needs to happen and it's not happening and I don't know who to blame, but to have a receiver last year who almost got a thousand yards, barely be able to play because of injury, fine, but to all of a sudden forget how to catch, what? I mean, it's
1: the guy that was throwing the ball the last year, and you look, you just can't catch anymore. Look, so, Pete. No offense, but you're the typical DC fan, and that's the problem here. Let me let me explain how, to you why. How am I? The let,
2: typical me to you why. let me explain to you why. Here we go. Let me explain. How you am, am I the typical? D- I'm I'm saying I don't let know me. who to blame. I'm not saying fire everybody and get rid of the team, but blame has to go somewhere. You can't just give me BS bumper sticker saying somebody needs to get blamed. Okay, well, I, I understand. understand.
1: You listen, just hit. Listen did you, to me, FP. You, you told Let yourself me you something. You, did, you, this is why you're you're the typical DC fan because you always need to find someone to blame. Is it possible that the Minnesota Vikings, as a team in a whole, coaching, players, etc., are a better team than the Redskins? Yes, it is possible, and yes, they showed it yesterday.
2: Okay, we're, we're why? not the best. Why? What NFL makes them a better that team?
1: When something bad happens, it's because this person's fault. It's
2: because the what coach's fault. It's makes because them a better team? Do they, they have better, have better talent? players? No, you're gonna tell me Case Keenum is better than Kirk? No. no,
1: But did he play better than Kirk yesterday? Yes. Okay.
0: Well, yeah. Well, hold on. The the receivers are better. The running backs are better. Their
1: defense uh, is better. Are they? Are, are, are they?
0: Are they, are they?
2: Are they? that much better? Are they that much? Are they six No, two they're better about than, eight
1: than, points better than us, and that's how they, that's how they won yesterday. They're eight points no, better they, than us. No,
2: they they won by being solidly coached, sound game, sound fundamentals, to everything. I'm picking off. on everyone. I'm picking on everyone. You're gonna give me LP, who's like, you can't blame the offense, the defense, the coaching, and the special teams. So who are you supposed to blame? The fans? Is it Don't our fault? Don't blame anybody. Why do we have to blame somebody? Why do we have to blame because, somebody? They're a better team than us. Just because accept some, it. No, you have to blame somebody. You can't just. I'm not gonna accept that my team just sucks. Because I blame
1: you, FP. <laughs> It's your
2: fault. You, you can't just <laughs> accept that the team sucks. That's not an acceptable answer, and this the is a team business. No, suck. the team doesn't. Exactly. Suck. So then, the what's going on?
1: The team is mediocre. <laughs> Half the teams in the NFL are better than us. That's it. I mean,
2: like, okay, what do you expect? Okay, fine.
1: All right, Rick. How do you
2: fix it? What do you do? Do you just pray and and hope that all of a sudden you know how to play against the New Orleans Saints? Is that what you do? That's what the coach. That's what Coach Gooden does. He goes into the oh, film room and he's like, guys. We're not we're that back good. To Coach Gruden. What are you supposed to do? Guys, we're not that good. Let's just really try hard. That's what you do. That's what you do this week. You just tell your guys to try harder?
1: Yeah, pretty much. If they tried that, harder yesterday, what would have happened? If the defense, if Norman and Breland tried harder yesterday, what would have happened? What, what
2: fantasy world are you living in where there's no accountability? This it's is not.
1: <laughs> the, the accountability is the reason why we have 17 coaches in 17 years. <laughs>
2: I'm like, not in, saying
1: fire him. I'm not 75 saying 75 quarterbacks in I'm 17 games. I'm not saying games. fire
2: That's him. I'm not saying cut Crowder. I'm not saying to do the stereotypical DC reaction, but you got to give me something. You got to give me something because this has been happening over and over and over again and you can't I'll, just I'll give say you something. mediocre. I'll give you
0: something. Terrell Pryor playing on 20 snaps is something. He he's a dud. He's got to go. I, I agree. Uh, the fact that, and then of course it's now been reported that Cleveland was trying to trade for him, um, and the Redskins didn't pull the trigger on it. And man, it's just that's another just mistake to me. I, I mean, yeah, you, maybe there's no one else you could have grabbed, but if there was any chance—and I hate to say this—but if there's any chance you could have gotten something back for him, a, a late round pick, or maybe just maybe you get you take a flyer on a guy like uh, like Josh Gordon and you bring him in here and see what he's got. It's all over now, it doesn't matter. But
2: <laughs> the guy that said he hasn't played one this. game sober.
0: <laughs> what it, yes, but well, <laughs> yeah,
2: well camp what camp is what is prior to? Can't worse than uh,
0: prior. Prior apparently I mean you boys you boys were telling us offline, I don't know if you can share this, maybe just uh no, we you know, shared with it. old names. With old names, but did did he not get into it with fans yesterday? He this, did that that <laughs> was the most
1: underrated thing that we covered yesterday. And just for all our fans who haven't followed us on Twitter, I'd like to recap. We were in the lower bowl. There was a fan, a bunch of players were there. Kirk was there. TP was there. Kirk walked away. TP was the only one there, and there was about 50 fans around him. And a fan who I spoke to after the game um, said, hey, TP, you're going to catch a ball today? And TP looked at him and got really angry. And he said, hey, if you tell them to throw me the rock, I'll catch 100 balls today. And completely walked away.
2: Yeah, and 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 all that means I I looked
1: at that and I said, wait, he was really angry. Like, that wasn't just like, you know, I'll get 100 catches if if balls are thrown my way. No, it was like, it was an angry, like, they're not throwing me the ball. Give me the ball and I'll catch 100. Yeah, and And then I I was like, you know what? What kind of effect is that going to have on his game? I was thinking he's going to come out, you know, his normal four catches, 30 yards, five catches, 60. Maybe he'll break 100. He went zero... (laughs) What? zero yeah, what zero games what games gold. are you watching first listen
2: it's obvious with those numbers that you just said tp has that you are living in a fantasy world and apparently TP is in that world with you if he thinks he can catch 100 ball well. tp's always good for 20 or 30
1: yards come on yeah oh well he's got four, four
0: or five drops too he's got to get on the field to get 20 or 30 but
1: it, i'm it, happy with it, him it, gone
0: i'm
2: happy with harrison
0: it was a it was a disappointing performance with a lot of promise. I, I think that first drive, the big play, you know, Kirk's got it, man. Like, I don't know, I don't know if I can pay him thirty million, which is now the rumored number that he's going to take. Um, you know, and if you're Kirk, this is just my last thought on all things yesterday. It sucked that we lost. We really needed that game. You know, I expected them to lose in Seattle and come home and beat Minnesota. Well, okay. Well, it happened the other way. We're still exactly kind of where I thought they would be at this point. So I'm okay moving forward. Yeah. Next week does not look good. But no. just a word on Kirk. I watched two teams yesterday that are legitimately a quarterback away. Um, I mean, a lot of teams are a quarterback away, but Jacksonville. I mean, Blake Bortles is um, below Signific- average. Yes. And and if you put if you put Cousins on that team, they they could legitimately go undefeated they play in a trash division they have a, an incredible defense they have one of the best young running backs they have a fantastic offensive line and they got they got real young talented receivers that team would would roll through the AFC i, I mean that's just my 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 non-jacksonville fans perspective on a team that i, I kind of watch a lot of because there's a lot of fantasy studs on it and the other team is denver i mean it, it seems like talib won't be back because he's going to be too expensive Sanders looks like he's still got something in the tank. Demarius still looks good. Um, they have some nice pieces there defensively and offensively. They also play in a suspect in a suspect, lead, in a suspect um, division. I, I could see him going to Denver, uh, kind of following in Peyton's footsteps and going in there, put a couple pieces around him and kind of see what happens. But it's hard for me to see Kirk in the Redskins uniform next year, which is just terrible because I think yeah. – I want him here. I just don't see
1: it. I, I disagree. I mean, he, he said it last week. He's and he, he said this a couple times that he's looking forward to the years coming with with Doxon. So I mean, I take him at face value. We'll see what happens. The Redskins certainly have to do have to do their part, and they haven't done that at all. But so I, I take my. Him at face value, I
2: think I think I the season. I, I I'm gonna pull 180 on you guys because it sounded like I was really off this team a second ago. But I'm not off this team. I, I agree with Joe, they are exactly where I thought they would be. And I, I think the team, the Saints are your last real obstacle. After that, you should be able to string together a couple wins. And I think a lot of that depends, obviously on on your your injured guys getting better and coming back and and Trent powering through like the the, the stud that he is. But I think your your biggest key right now, your biggest key to turning the season around. Is going to be what we do to address the running back situ- situation because we have to go out there. We're going to try out free agents. We're going to see who we can bring in. If you find the right piece and you bring in some guy that wants to resurrect his career or, or still has some
1: gas in the tank,
0: but who's who's out there? Uh, Ray well, Rice. Yeah,
1: I mean, no, they've no. Uh, brought in Ronnie Hillman and Daryl Richardson today, but the right piece is in their locker room. His name is Samaj Pierre. Samaj Peta actually a pretty good game yesterday. He it's did, good. but for he whatever
2: reason, he the for whatever reason, the, the coaches are hesitant. But on top of that, you still need somebody else. You can't just have Chris Thompson, Samaje Piran. You need you need somebody else because you're not going to use Chris Thompson
1: as a workhorse.
0: Why That's not? True. Rice, then? i true. Mean, no, no, Ray no. no but, hasn't played in a couple seasons. I mean, here's the thing not, that Ray? you guys
1: are completely missing on Samaje. Samaje is a bulk carry, like a bulk carry running back. He needs more touches to get in his groove. Yes. Kind of like the Alfred Morris was. But I honestly this is Samaje's time to shine. I mean he's no, got ab- what, ab- absolutely love.
0: Absolutely.
1: And it's all on him. So he's easily got first shot at this. And well and he you know, can do you know,
0: it. And we've seen we've seen him do it in college. He's had some limited success, but you know, I'm not ready to write him off until I see him touch the ball twenty times in a game exactly. and produce forty yards. Like until exactly. he does that then he's the best option. He knows Sadly,
2: his first, his first taste is going to be against the Saints defense that out of nowhere decided that they're going to be a phenomenal defense.
1: Yeah, I want to pivot. They do some special stuff. After the sure. break to, to Wizards and Caps, but let's close off on, on one question for the Redskins. Would either of you be surprised if the Redskins beat the Saints?
2: No. That's exactly. the type of team we are.
1: Exactly. So, Enough of the, of the doom and gloom. Season's not over. We're a full, I think, two games back from in the wildcard race, which, which is pretty bad. But the season's not over. I mean, and, and even if we do get in the wild card spot, what's going to happen? I mean, we're, we're not going to get there this year. I know Joe's fantasy dream early in the season was that we win a Super Bowl with Kirk and he walks. Probably not going to happen anymore, Joe. Sorry to tell you that. And,
2: and, when we, we, but, and, and when we lose in the playoffs, nobody's to blame, right, LP?
0: <laughs> oh my goodness if you lose
1: in the playoffs
0: oh my goodness
1: to a philly team or to a saints team or to any of these contenders in the nfc why would wh- look look not look. supposed the, to be the there.
0: seahawks either the seahawks or the rams are going to end up right now the rams look like they're running away with that division but either one of those teams is going to end up as one of the wild cards and the skins that the tiebreaker against both if that ends up happening if they can get if they can string four or five wins down the stretch here together, and to FP's point, we had the sixth hardest schedule to start the season and the ninth easiest to finish. So there's going to be there's st- there's still two okay. winnable games against the Giants. There's a winnable game against the um, the Chargers. A winnable game the against the Cowboys. Cowboys right. There There's there's at least four or five here that they can go get, but they're the going to have without to be, Sean Lee. So there there's there's definitely there's an opportunity here, and this is the kind of team that we are. Uh, you know, you nailed it. I think. This is a streaky team. And if they, if Dockson can strick together a couple good ones and, and they can get a little bit healthier, these guys are going to get healthy eventually and come back. So it, the playoffs aren't out of the question. And with a, with a tiebreaker or with a, with a win over the Rams and a win over the Seahawks, we're going to be in, we're going to be in good position. I'm just, I, I'm still confident we're going to be okay. Um, you know, and I, I, this is a good team. I mean, this is, we're not better than we're not better than 25 other teams or sorry we're not better than than the, the the best teams but we can match them we can play with them we saw it with the chiefs i mean we were we were what what 48 seconds from from winning that game
1: so yeah.
0: we saw this last year too right we were it was one bad pick against the cowboys in week 2 it was a bad it was a, a letting matt stafford go down the field it's missing a bunch of field goals in london that's unfortunately who we are right now, but I'll take this iteration of the Redskins over the last couple of years. Any of the Jay Gruden years, I would take over any of the years past where the Shanny years, where it's disarray and who's in charge and three wins, I agree. four wins. No, I completely disaster. agree with that. We're all yeah, right
1: And on don't the forget right. about the leaks, the Sunday morning leaks that happened every week in the oh, Shanny years.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, like we I'm don't want to have any of that. On the right path.
1: What's the biggest off-season drama that happened, or like non-off-the-field drama that's happened? Sue Cravens retired. Like, this team is is exactly. drama free, really?
2: Yeah, no, you're hey, right. The,
1: the GM got fired. I mean, Jim Ursay was doing cocaine in his car, and <laughs> like two years ago,
0: it hey, happens. Let's, let's leave it there. What what's coming up next? Uh, what's coming up next? LP. We'll
1: take a break. We'll go Wizards, Caps, and a few. We'll be back. Welcome back into DTC. No more Redskins, guys. No more Redskins. We're going Wizards, Caps. Let's start with the Wizards. The Wizards knocked off the Kings today, 110 to 92. Um, I was talking on Twitter with some folks, and I get the sense that people aren't as, what's the word, nervous, afraid, I guess nervous uh, about the about the bench this year. Mike Scott has kind of pulled it together, has stringed together a few good games. Kelly Oubre obviously doing his thing. Um, Generally, I think the bench is doing a lot a lot better. Uh, the starters we talked about can match up with anybody. I mean, we talked about that many times. The starters can match up with anybody. The team is right around 500, I think a couple of games above 500, 8-5. Five. They're sh- certainly behind the Celtics in the East, but I think this team's got a shot. I think oh, this team, this team can, go, can take pretty much any team in the East in a seven-game series. But it's still really early for that. Uh, Let me recap the last few games. Um, They lost to the Mavericks. That was a bad one. They lost 113 to 99. They beat the Lakers 111-95. They beat the Hawks 113-94. They beat the Kings 110-92. The big things from the past two games is the Stars got to rest in the fourth quarter for the most part. Um, Thoughts on the bench? Thoughts on the Stars? Let's go, FP. Um,
2: I haven't been watching too many Wizard games. Uh, I did watch a little bit today, and, and I will I will agree with you that it is apparent that the bench does look significantly better than it has uh, in in seasons past, and and I, I did notice that Mike Scott does look like he he is the piece that, that Joe's been been waiting for us to have uh, to have a, a true spell for Wall, and I, I'm liking what I'm seeing on 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 the bench. Um, what what's going on?
1: Mike Scott doesn't spell wall, but it's okay. We whatever. got your point.
2: I'm, I'm not a big Mike's basketball
1: got, guy. Mike Scott is playing well. Uh, Bradley Beal, John Wall doing their thing. Uh, John Wall had the shoulder sprain, got it taped up. Seems like he's fine. He had the flu or whatever. So today was his flu game. I don't know what his stat line was, but I'm, sh- I'm sure it was on pace for, for John Wall numbers. Um, I saw he's one of the only uh, – uh, Guards in the league averaging a double double. He's, I think, I believe he's the only guard in the league averaging a double double. Maybe, Which maybe is wrong crazy on because me. In, Which
0: in years past, I mean, it's a point guard and a shooting guard league, it's a guard league in general. Right now, it's kind of crazy that he's the only one with that kind of stat line. Um, but I'll give you my thoughts because I've watched every one, every minute of these last couple of games. The Mavericks game was a disaster on so many different levels. I mean, to, to let the Mavs come in here with their one pathetic win and double up was. It was not okay. I mean, just just absolutely not okay. And they made an adjustment. You know, it doesn't excuse their 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 crap performance, but they made an adjustment. They came out. They had a huge lead on the Lakers, and then they put them away. I mean, they just didn't let them back in the game. Uh, was very uh, that game actually played very similarly to the Lakers game in LA, um,
1: except L.A. they, they didn't come them, back, right? Right,
0: except they didn't let them to come. They didn't let them come back. They went. You know, they handled Atlanta pretty handily. Uh, that game it looked closer than it actually was. I mean, there really was no threat of losing that one. And then, you know, tonight they put the Kings away as they're supposed to. So now we're back to seeing the the team that we expected to see beating, you know, four or five, four out of five opponents or three yeah. out of four opponents that they that they really should have beaten. Uh, so these games these games mean they mean more to me, um, even though they're earlier in the season. For for one reason, it's kind of crazy because this is the first time I can remember. The Wizards, basically, they're not going to see the Kings again. They're not going to see the Lakers again. They're not going to see... There's a bunch of teams that have already... They've already played twice this year now. The chances of them seeing those teams in the playoffs or in the finals doesn't make a difference anyway, but um it speaks to the strength of schedule. Right now, the, the Wizards are supposed to be beating a lot of these not-competitive teams, and it doesn't seem to be consistently happening, which is troublesome because last year, the same thing happened. They were red-hot, they got into February, and then the wheels came off, and I really don't want to see that happen again. That's a, that's a disaster on so many levels. Um, but, again, there's more yeah. rest. John Wall is getting some rest. and The team looks better. And as long as Morris continues to get better um, and healthier, I think we're going to be okay.
1: The season, the NBA season kind of goes in ebbs and flows. So uh, they're obviously on a, on a high point now. We didn't even talk about the Raptors game where they put them away, 107-96. So, I mean, this team is... Starting to click together. I mean, this is kind of what I expected from the beginning of the season. I didn't really expect an early season slump like they had, you know, losing to the Lakers, losing to the Mavs. Um, Calling it close with a couple teams like the Suns. Uh, They lost to the Suns. So a lot of teams that they should be putting away, they aren't. And a lot of the teams that should be competitive... The Wizards are kind of blowing wouldn't,
2: out. Wouldn't our record be something like eleven and one if we beat the teams that we were supposed to beat or that we had the lead in in, in the fourth, right? Isn't that isn't that what I heard? Eleven and one?
0: Uh, I think it's actually like nine and three or ten and two, but, but it should have been yes. It should be a lot better than what it is. Yes. Right. But I mean that's okay. I mean that that's the NBA season is it's closer. Yeah, it's cl- it's closer to baseball. And that yeah, you know, some of these games matter, most of them don't. And, and there's plenty of time to get healthy and get right. And we saw, it. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to make this about Cleveland, but we saw this with Cleveland we, and we heard it from Sean a couple of weeks ago. You know, it's with the NBA in particular, the better teams come out on top. I mean, that's just how it is. And the Wizards are still a better team, but they got to find a way to look like the next. Looking ahead here, they got to pull two of the next three and like four of the next six. And I think they Take can up. do it. They're and going, going they back to get it, back though.
1: against Miami. Right. Right. And then they got Toronto and then the Bucks. Have you uh, have you seen uh, the the new the new look Bucks with Eric Bledsoe? That looks like a good team, man.
0: Well, they got the third best player in the league, so yeah, that, that's always going to be a good team. He's, I mean, the the Greek Freak is completely unguardable. I don't think it's amazing that you can say that there's no other player that's ever really looked like him. Um, but there was a, a picture I saw. I don't remember where I saw it, but it, it's him dunking the ball with his feet on the ground, which I don't understand. Like you thought it was like some kind of (laughs) optical illusion. Like, I mean, the rim was bent down. It's not like it it just doesn't make any sense. Like this guy plays effortlessly and he's got to be in the MVP conversations with James Harden. Who's probably the, I mean, this guy, James Harden doesn't look like he sweats. He's completely unguardable. Also, there's like a handful of these guys that are just unguardable.
2: You can't see the sweat through the beard. Yeah. Just sponges it up.
0: The beard is awesome. But you know, not to get too far off, Bradley Beal's had some fantastic shooting performances, and the team loses. So, if yeah. you know, my man Brad, if you're listening, we don't need you to score 40 points. We need you just to handle your defensive assignment, you know, distribute the ball because no one's expecting you to pass out of those three-point opportunities, and the team plays better. I mean, he he doesn't need to score 40 for the Wiz to win.
1: If there is a knock on this team right now, it's defensive effort. That's kind of what's beat them in, in those games that they should have won the team kind of looks a little bit uh, lackadaisical when, when playing defense. Doesn't so. that
2: carry over from last year a little bit? Wasn't that kind of
1: the biggest issue last year? Yeah, last year. Uh, so so John Wall is averaging, I think, some some crazy thing, like 1.9 blocks a game, um, which is absolutely insane to think of that a point guard is averaging almost two blocks a game. Uh, that's probably better than most centers in the league right now. Right. So Yeah. Um, He's that he's the type of guy that will let you run by him and then get the block, but You know it, it kind of comes to the point where where when he wants to play defense He's a lockdown defender one of the best defenders in the league on a lot of nights It seems like he doesn't want to play defense, but he'll still get the block So it kind of starts with him playing defense him and Brad really um, Otto's a pretty consistent at defense um, you know some of the other Gortat is is a little bit weak on defense Morris is you get what you see with Morris so you get the same thing every week with him or every game with him so it really starts with with Brad and John on defense
0: Gortat's got to go he's not going to be on this roster past the trade I, I think he's going to be gone mid-season personally
1: the problem with that is Mahimi's not doing anything Mahimi is having a horrible horrible game I think I think I saw a stat like in his last 17 minutes he has like Seventeen thousand 000, zero points. <laughs> some some crazy like that. I mean he's been getting fouled out with
2: four, I min, can uh, four do minutes that. of playing time. So, so so I could take his you, position.
1: You probably can't.
0: All I have to <laughs> yeah, do is too short.
2: All I have to do is show up, foul people, and not score. He still plays defense. <laughs> yeah.
0: But he's they're gonna he's what? gonna get traded. I think Kenneth is gonna end up in a wizard's uniform. Or may, maybe they make a move for Boogie. Or maybe they make Boogie, Boogie the,
1: would be the game changer for Washington. I, I think Boogie would be Not would really,
0: because he's Washington. not gonna play the five. He he won't play center, oh. which is what I need him. I mean you, and you're not gonna you're not gonna sit Morris to play Boogie. Why wouldn't he play the center? I well, mean, if you're, I if you're gonna kid, trade for business. Gortat, you would just play with him at center. You you could, but I mean you can also play Kenneth Farid at that at that at that five spot. You know, I, I think he could do it. But it's not like there's another dominant center in the East that he really has to deal with.
1: Is Kenneth um, Freed really an upgrade from Gortat?
0: I, I think so. Yeah, I, I I believe so. I think he gives him a presence inside. He, people, Gortat's soft man. I mean, he's Gortat. I mean, he. You're the center. You you can't you can't be third on the team in blocks. That doesn't make any sense.
1: His defense is soft, but his offensive rebounding and his defense. I mean, his rebounding no, in general. Is, I've
0: grown. Is I've soft. grown personally. I've grown really sick of the floating layup thing that he does. Like I, yes, it works, but I'm I'm over it. I. I you know, I soured on him last year when he tried to throw people under the bus because he wasn't touching the ball enough. Because his defense was horrible against the Celtics, he he should have he should have dominated that Celtic series last year. His he
1: defense is, his is never really good. It, it's really his rebounding. So yeah, and I mean, he, and
0: he, I and Boogie's he not going to really. I think he had seventeen and fourteen last week in two separate games. So yeah, I mean, he, I'll give you that. He's still a but. double double machine on
1: boards and points. But yeah. I see what you mean. I, I don't know if Kenneth Freed is going to really be an upgrade over him. No, Bobby, not, yeah, but
0: about that, about Duncan, what about that? What about that? Donkin? What about the Dunkin Philly that's riding the bench up there? Uh, you know, there was a there was a rumor that Noel uh, uh, Nerlens Noel was going to be available. Like he, he's a project.
1: I don't think but it's okay. not Nerlens Noel, but yeah, uh, Okafor.
0: Well, Noel's down and he got extended he, down in, in, uh, with, in with the Pelicans, Dallas. I think, right? Dallas. Oh, no- Dallas. No- sorry,
1: yeah. Noel's no- right, no- right. no- 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 in Dallas, but,
0: but yeah, I,
1: I I would say center would be the place to upgrade if they're great at, at the trade deadline. Um, you'd like to see Tim Frazier score a little bit more. I mean, he, he's getting the assists. His scoring is in there. And you knocked me on this many times before, but, dude, I love me some Ramon Sessions. I would have loved to have him back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't your boy, know. Your boy, I don't your, know. Bo, your boy Bo Buckets is killing it in Indiana. Bo Buckets? He's killing it. The Buckets is just draining threes in Indiana now. But look, the Wizards are going to be okay. They're good. They're, they're still they're a playoff team. They're better than they're, they're good enough to be the one, two or three seed in the uh, in the Eastern Conference, uh, you know, this season. So I'm not worried about them. It's still early. Um, but let, let's talk about the caps here, because the caps have had a very odd beginning to the season. They are underperforming, if that's even possible. They got one uh... goalie that's they have one goalie that is unstoppable or untouchable and then one goalie that is basically invisible so what the, i mean i don't get this team i, I don't get it.
2: i will be the first to say i checked out of the caps in the in the first month in october uh like a lot of people did um but we did have again it, it's kind of like the redskins thing right we did have one of the toughest schedules uh we I, we went something like five six and one something like that and then um so far, we've been stringing together some wins. Now we're ten, seven, and one. Um, we had some injuries, and this, Ninskinen got got hurt. Got hurt. Um, but we're 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 doing better. Uh, our team's coming through. Barry Trotz is making his his rookies play well. Uh, um, but yeah, a lot of it comes down to Brandon Holtby, and he's he's just having a phenomenal game. And and against the Oilers, I mean, he he had six six shots go straight to his face and, and he and he stopped him. I mean he he's he's putting lights out and he's really carrying the team. Um Ovi had a strong start of the season. Um but I know a lot of you guys don't really care about the Caps right now but
1: what's the season outlook for the Caps? I mean what's success for the Caps? Is it an eight seed? Seven seed?
2: What's um, success for them? No, I mean right yeah, now
1: <laughs> Yeah right <laughs> There, we couldn't get that when we had an A team last year, the, or the year before. Is, man, what makes you is, think we're going to get there with the C team? I mean, this we're, gonna we're be the year. This we're currently
2: tied year. for second in the in the metropolitan division. Uh, we're we're not doing too bad. Uh, I think, and I was telling somebody this earlier. I think this is our year because it's almost like let's let's relate it to the Nats, right? Dominate in the regular season kind of take the 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 foot off the gas towards the end then you go into the playoffs kind of cold you can never recover that's usually what happens with the caps dominate in the season foot comes off the gas you can't really recover your shooting goes down shots on goals goes down you the rust builds up right but this year if we're going to be fighting and fighting and fighting which it looks like that's the case and a lot of it has to do with the defense kind of crapping out, and the rookies playing and taking their time to to get well adjusted, and the game slowing down. I think this is the year where, if you fight—not necessarily wild card—but if you're a lower seed and you have to fight every game, I think this is where you surprise them. I mean,
0: well, they're so, uh, gonna, so you know, they, they, everyone was gunning for the Caps last year, you know, and they were they were a better team last year with with more expectations and more pressure. You know, no one's really expecting them to be. To challenge for for the Stanley Cup this well, year we, I think we lost a lot of pieces
2: yeah and it does help us well it doesn't help us that we lost the pieces it helps us that the ex- expectations have gone down for sure but we're sitting in a good place 10-7-1 it's fine three points out of first place you're doing fine for for again the same thing with the Wizards long season many games I think you're sitting in an okay place for how bad it looked at the start of the season
1: yeah, but the Wizards have an actual shot here. So caps probably don't.
2: Caps will always but have a shot just, because because you have yeah in hockey you, everyone has a shot. You have, have T.J. Oshie, you have uh, the stud Holtby. I mean, all of a sudden Ovechkin is is looks like he's doing even better. Uh, Carlson's last. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you still have stars on this team. It's just the expectations have gone down. So,
1: all right, F.P. You're high on the Caps. We get it. We get it. We get it. Let's wrap up. Final thoughts. Let's go, Joe.
0: And just in general, like my one last thing or my one other thing. Uh, um, just your one last thing.
1: Does,
2: <laughs> it doesn't have to be sports. Let's hear it, Joe. What is it?
0: It doesn't have What to is, be is it this week? <laughs> hmm. Let's talk politics for a second here. Uh, it feels odd without Steve, but let's talk politics for a second. We missed on an amazing opportunity last week. The universe could have had a joint LeVar Ball- Donald Trump press conference in China because one of the balls got arrested for shoplifting or whatever. We had a chance to have real magic and the universe missed out on it. That's my one last thing. Maybe next time.
1: Wow, that's
2: that's hilarious. FP, I'm going to throw a curveball here and talk about something you guys thought I would never mention, but I heard uh, Italy is missing the World Cup too.
1: Is that true? Wow, you took the words out of my mouth. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Missing the World Cup. First what time is going on here? Fifty eight or something like that, 59 whatever it was. I wanted to ask the US Can you imagine what Italians how Italians feel tonight? That's probably the, the way
2: fun. that you felt 3 podcasts ago, right? Where you But, <laughs> but it, it in Italy matter. soccer is the number one sport.
1: So that's like saying that the NFL is now going to close up shop and the CFL is going to be running the world.
0: It'd be like saying the dream team in 1992 failed to qualify for the Olympics <laughs> with <was> Michael Jordan.
2: <laughs> yes. So, so it is that big of a deal. So FP, you're so, shocking so me.
1: FP so, you're shocking me right now. You're a secret
0: you're a secret soccer fan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm I'm trying to keep up. I'm trying to keep up. All right, since FP took mine, I've got
1: nothing. <laughs> I've got nothing. <laughs> let's nothing go at winters, all. Let's go skins. Let's go caps. Let's <laughs> go Nats. We are out.